Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from the book of Psalms. It's Psalm chapter 3. This is known as a psalm of lamentation. It's the first psalm of lamentation that we find in the Old Testament or in the Psalter. And this is attributed to King David. And many think that the event behind this psalm is found in 2 Samuel chapter 15 through 16. In that event, David is running for his life. Remember that David early in life had to run from Saul. But once his kingdom was established and he had been king for several years, his son Absalom rebelled against him and tried to dethrone his father. He led a violent rebellion. And so as Absalom and his forces are closing in on Jerusalem, this is the situation that David finds himself in. And so David writes this psalm with this in mind. So as you hear the the reading of this, just think about David and his plot. David being an older man at this point, and it seems like his situation is almost impossible. But you'll notice the faith of David comes shining through. So let's read this entire psalm. This is the English Standard Version. O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him and God, Selah. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill, Selah. I lay down and slept. I woke again for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people, Selah. First of all, you'll notice that word Selah, and you may think, okay, what in the world is that all about? Selah, we're not real sure what that was in Hebrew. What most scholars that study the book of Psalms believe is this is a break for the singer. So this would be something used for the musicians. It could be a break for the vocal singers. It could be a break for those playing the instruments. We do know that this was meant to be played uh, on stringed instruments. Uh, This is what's called a mizmor psalm. So mizmor in Hebrew just means to be accompanied by stringed instruments. We know once David came to power, uh, that became very uh, common to have instruments used in the singing of the psalms. So we've already said this is a song of lamentation where he's crying out. And notice the enemy. He has enemies that are coming against him. They're rising against him, these foes. And the word used here for enemy is the word sar. And this is more, a more powerful image of an, of an enemy. This is an oppressor. This is a military top term. So think of armies coming in and pressing in on David, almost like a a boa constrictor starting to squeeze its prey. He's feeling the pressure of the impending armies. And then it talks about that they are saying of my soul in verse 2. And a lot of times we make the mistake when we see the word soul, we think that is like the immaterial part of a person. In Hebrew, that's not always the case. Uh, It's the Hebrew word nefesh. Now, we also see this word back in Genesis, Genesis chapter 2 where it says, God breathed the breath of life into man, and he became a living soul. That doesn't mean he became like a living, immaterial part of the person. It's just the whole person. It's who they are. 
So they're trying to strike at the very being of David by, by scaring him, by trying to bring fear into David's heart, by saying there is no salvation from God. They're trying to shake him at his core would be one way to understand this. So notice that David, after that, that word Selah, we have a break in verse 2 when we go to verse 3. But notice that David does not lash back out at his enemies. He doesn't even talk to them. He takes it to God. God, you're a shield about me. Now what's interesting is the shield would only cover the front of a warrior. But David is saying, Lord, you're a shield all around me. You know, in battle, the one vulnerable part for a warrior would be someone coming up from behind and killing them. So God gives protection all about David. And this glory, there's a word here, kavod, and that is the glory of God. So David is asking for God to bring his glory to him. And so this idea of glory and lifter of my head, those are, are both connotating this idea that David wants God uh, to lift him up. The lifter of my head, that's a, a royal court term, what a, what a king would do. Many times a king would lift someone's head, and that would mean that person has dignity and honor. So David is saying, you know, I've been dishonored. You can go back and read the horrible things Absalom does to dishonor his father. David has been dishonored, and he's asking God to save his honor, God to bring him glory, God to lift his head. Then he cries to the Lord, and the Lord answers him from his holy hill. So there's this past confidence that I've called to God before and God has heard my prayer. In verse 5, we have this interesting thing where he says, I lay down and slept and I woke again for the Lord sustained me. Many think this is a concept known as incubation. And now we're not talking about, you know, babies in an incubator. Incubation was something that would happen in the temple. A person would go into the temple of the Lord and would sleep there on the floor of the temple waiting for God to bring them an answer. So many think that's what verse 5 is. David goes into the tent of, of the sanctuary and just sleeps there all night waiting for God to give him an answer. And then he said, I will not be afraid. Listen to the confidence of David. Thousands are surrounding him. Remember, it's like this constrictor snake. They're, they're closing in on him. They're trying to cast doubt into his mind, but he's like, you know what? I'm not going to be afraid. I will not be afraid. And he doesn't have fear because he knows God will protect him. Then in verse 7, it's almost like a moment of weakness. You know, David's been so confident. But now he says, Lord, please. He's crying out, save me. I know you've done it in the past, but now I'm calling on you to do something, God. Now, this idea of strike my enemies on the cheek. Now, we may find that bothersome. That may bother you to see verse 7 like this, almost like in precatory psalm where he's saying, Lord, break their teeth out, strike them on the cheek. But this is not as severe as you may think it, it is. The striking on the cheek is to humiliate someone. In the ancient world, to strike them on the cheek was to dishonor them. So David is like, you know, I've been dishonored. Lord, lift my head. Lord, exalt me. Bring me your glory. And then I want you to humble my enemies. And then the break the teeth of the wicked. I don't think this is literal. What many think is meant here is, think of it this way. You have a lion that's ravenous that's trying to eat its prey. One way to disarm that lion would be to break its teeth out. It can no longer devour its prey. So David's saying, disarm my enemies. Take the threat away. And then he ends with this joyful jubilation. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be upon your people. 
And that's such a beautiful thing to think about and meditate on. Salvation belongs to the Lord. So with all that in mind, as we've kind of broken this down into its constituent parts, let's go back through Psalm 3, and let's make this our prayer for this day. Psalm 3, O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God, Selah. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill, Selah. I lay down and slept. I woke again for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you struck all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. Selah. And I will leave you with that today, that thought. Salvation belongs to the Lord. And I pray his blessing upon you this day as you go out into the day and go about your, your task and your job and all the things God has called for you to do this day. I pray that you realize the salvation you have in him. And as you go out, bring him honor, glory, and praise in everything you do. God bless. And I hope to see you back tomorrow as we delve back into the book of Romans, Romans chapter 11.